The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Pilate said to Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Do you say this on your own, or have others told you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and chief priests handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not here. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I I, I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The Gospel of the Lord. A famous painting of the sorrowful Jesus was recently sold for $92 million dollars. The largest sum in recent history was painted by Botticelli, an artist of the 14th century. It shows with exquisite artistic brilliance the divine and human face of this man, God, Jesus. As we look through the readings together today, let us ask the Holy Spirit for the grace to know this God-man, Jesus, in the depths of our hearts. He is our King. He is our friend. He is our guide and our protector. Today, more than any other day of the year, we can thank him for allowing us to walk out this miracle of life with him and for him. Then you are a king. Pilate was captivated by Jesus. He saw his goodness. He saw through the corrupt clerical leaders that only wanted to get rid of him. He thought he saw through their fear. But then in a short moment of time, he had to confront his own fears. The fear of civil unrest that would cause his own downfall. He couldn't in the end do what he wanted to do, which was let Jesus go. He thought of ways to get around the corrupt religious leaders, but nothing worked. He caved. He ran. He hid. He fell. You say I am a king. Do you remember the haunting question Jesus placed on the hearts of his disciples? But who do you say that I am? And Peter replied, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. As we see here at the end of his earthly life, Jesus is reaching out to us as he reached out to the washed out pilot. We do believe Jesus is the Messiah. And we come to Mass to worship him, praise him, and give him our our very selves. Week in and week out. How well have I lived this week with Jesus, my King and my Lord? This conversation with Pilate could be Jesus speaking to me. I have said it many times. We need to make the readings for Sunday and live them and watch them become intertwined with each passing day. 
But to do this, we must look back on the week we have lived and see his healing hand, our own apostolic seal to be a witness. And as we learn to look back, we become good at projecting ourselves alongside Jesus in the week to come, which has begun. Maybe we could spend a moment looking back right now on the week we have lived. He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. So this reality changes everything. And it translates into, he is the beginning and the end of my life. Nothing makes sense without him in the center. I had to make a quick 24-hour trip to Houston this week. And on it, I met three people. Randomly, three people. I saw in them that Jesus that somehow captivated their hearts, like Pilate, and they were curious, and they all feel they all feel him knocking on on their hearts. The lady on the plane next to me reading a book titled "Getting Out of Your Head." She goes to a mega Baptist church in Houston. So at the end of our short conversation, she gave me the book that she had just finished reading. It's a skimming through scripture and taking ourselves out and putting Jesus as thinking like Jesus. So she's a faith-filled Protestant woman searching for Jesus, taking seriously her journey. Then there was the Uber driver, Kim, Vietnamese probably 70 years old, 65 years old, brought up, brought up in a communist country and Buddhist. Recognizing me as a Catholic priest, he said, many priests in my country are put into prison for teaching the truth. Minding my own business, a man came up to me in the airport yesterday and said, are you a Catholic priest? I said, yeah. Could you hear my confession? Each one has been touched by Jesus, and they are striving to follow him in the way they are able. For 30 years, Jesus worked on becoming like us in all things but sin. He experienced all the human realities as he advanced in years. Taking in all this prepared him for the last three years in which he walked the dusty streets of Palestine, doing good, healing the sick, forming his apostles, and preparing for the ordeal of his death. Everything was perfectly timed. Not a day or an hour was out of place in the plan of the Blessed Trinity. And this is important for us to remember because perhaps the devil has put into our mind God has lost control of his people. God cannot lose control of his people. Everything and everyone is in the palm of his hands. His life and death and resurrection is the life of the church. All the readings, all the songs, the entire liturgy is centered on Christ. And now... He lives inside the tabernacle. 
And from there, he prays for us. He prays that we will become his hands, his feet, his words, and his heart inside the world. This is our mission. If we get into a prestigious university, it's so we can bring the message of the gospel with us there. If we become a professional athlete, it's so we can bring the love of God on the field and in the locker room. If we become a mom or a dad, one of the greatest things you can do in life, it's so you bring up your children to love and serve the Lord. As we continue to live this month inside the year of St. Joseph, I would like to dedicate this prayer of St. Joseph that I wrote on the plane last night. My dearest son, it was not I who brought you into the world. You were given to me when you were born from inside your mother's womb. I was entrusted with both of you to guard, protect, and provide. I did it as best I could. Truly not knowing how, but trusting mightily. I was the first to lay my eyes on you when you were just a baby, but at the same time, the king of the universe. I shall never forget that moment. Then you grew in grace and wisdom together. We learned from each other. We cried, we laughed, and we built things. Do you remember that tall table and chairs we built for the rich family down the road? Too tall for us. I want you to know I loved your mother with every fiber of my heart. Jesus, you are the king of the universe. All creation cries out to you. Go do your mission. Everything, just as your father in heaven has planned. You know and I know you will be lifted up. And you will bring all people to yourself. I will die now and wait for you to open the gates of heaven. See you there. Aware that each day of our life is an invitation to thank God for his countless gifts and gratitude, we turn to the Father. That the church in the United States will reflect the presence of Christ and will draw close those searching for the truth, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that our president and his administration will abide by the gospel of life in every act of governance. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to all violence and injustice, so that we may truly become one nation under God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the wealth of our nation will be used to care for the poorest in our midst, especially those who lack housing and food. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our families and friends, that our celebration of Thanksgiving will be an occasion of reunion, renewed love, and lasting grace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that all families suffering from division and conflict will find reconciliation and peace in Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace to be always attentive to the Lord and ready for his return, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
Today's Mass is being offered for Ronald James Miller. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirmed, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, and let let the perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Heavenly Father, gratitude fills our hearts today as we recall all you have given us. Keep us ever thankful and generous in your holy service, through Christ our Lord. Amen.